Green Minute Modernist. Because right now I'm doing a lot of research into electronic music uh, for for my job. So let me just start with asking, how did you uh, encounter the San Francisco Tate Music Center? Well, I first of all, I had a lot of interest in music and new music like Perez and stuff like that. Uh, and also uh, visual experiments by Fissinger and the Whitney Brothers. That was all... I knew about in the 50s. I grew up in a town that had a lot of uh, visual and music, visual artists and musicians in Roosevelt, New Jersey. And uh, so synesthesia really was natural to me. Uh, It was uh, kind of an instinct and a drive that I had to join sound and light. And so when I I got to San Francisco in the early 60s, I met uh, through through Joe Landor, who was a painter, I met Ramon Sender first. And he was, he's a composer. Do you know his name? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So you know Ramon. And well, I went over and I saw Ramon and we had a great time together and uh, talked about uh, sound and light and projection and electronic music and uh, also not just electronic music, but any kind of new ways to make sound mm-hmm. and visual presentations. And, uh, and then uh, he told me about his relationship with Mort Svotnik and, mm-hmm. and Pauline Oliveros and very soon the three of us got together. Uh, so it was very quick after I got there. I just got an apartment with my wife at the time up on Twin Peaks and uh, went to visit uh, Mort first. And then we set up uh, some concerts at uh, the uh, Sonic Series, we called it, at the San Francisco Conservatory of Music. And these were very interesting. Some of them were very uh, raw and uh, uh, you might say spontaneous and and uh, invented uh, uh, pieces that we did. We actually roved through their hallways with, uh, I had a rolling cart and I had a 16 millimeter projector that could he dialed down to one frame a second and go as fast as I wanted. And I put some film I had found on the street that I edited and put it on that. And Ramon had rocks in a uh, dishwasher that was on wheels. I mean, a clothes washer that was on wheels, mm-hmm. making noise. And, and uh, Ramon, and let's see, Mort was... Uh, uh, had on just on on some speakers had some of his um, tape sounds that he was making, and Pauline did as well. So the three of us were very quickly bonded together, and we 
started to uh, form concerts every Monday at on uh, on Jones Street. We had a place on Jones Street uh, downstairs in the first floor, and we did concerts there of uh, very in inventive concerts of a lot of concrete as well, not just uh, electronic, but banging on things and and also tape, a lot of tape music being made, and Pauline was starting to use oscillators. Mm -hmm. uh, that led to Bye Bye Butterfly that I did with her. Uh, she joined up opera singing with oscillation sounds, and I made different kinds of changeable variable images on overhead projectors and combining slide projectors together and also uh, natural light that I lensed from uh, projectors that I made. Um, so that's how it started. And then we moved in about six months. That place burned down. It was very strange. We did one glorious event before we left there, which was city scale, mm -hmm. using the entire city of San Francisco as a kind of stage. And it went from middle afternoon all the way till two in the morning. And uh, I can tell you more about it, but it'll take too much time right now. I'll tell you later if you want. But uh, we moved on to uh, found a place uh, on Divisadero Street, and that became the San Francisco Tape Music Center. And Anna Halperin had some use of the space and so um, the radio station there in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It was so friendly to new music.